Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, y'all. Are you an avid listener to My Doula Micah? And you want to be more involved. You want to support. You want to be a subscriber. You want to get ad-free podcasts. You want to see some video content or never-before-seen footage, extra additional content, maybe even some merchandise at a discounted price, and you want to benefit from that. Then go to patreon.com slash mydoulamica and jump in to the fun. Okay, y'all, Christmas is around the corner, and it's time to start thinking about those special holiday photos. So my friend Julie of JME Photography has got you covered for all your Christmas mini photo sessions. Do not wait to schedule at her Woodway location. Mention my podcast to get an additional digital image and check out her website at JME Photography. That's J Julie M Mary E Experience. JME Photography Waco.com. Thanks for joining me, everybody, today on My Doula Micah. I'm Micah Burgess. I live in Waco, Texas, and I am going to continue with this theme of, hey, the, some of the things that I'm passionate about. I've, I've spoken about um, my doula work, what I'm super passionate about when it comes to being a doula. I've talked about um, my spiritual journey and... Hey, boasting in your weakness, that's actually a scripture. Go back and look at that one. And today I really want to highlight what I'm passionate about concerning parenting. So um, I did mention on that episode where I'm talking about um, in general the things I'm passionate about. I mentioned that, you know, I my husband and I don't want to raise clones, little mini me's running around. And I also said that, you know, you want to really stop trying to raise perfect kids. That, that shouldn't be the goal. That shouldn't be the focus. And so I'm going to kind of expand a little bit more on that. Um, you know, one of the things I tell my clients at that postpartum visit is, hey, guys, there's no uh, one right way to parent. Um, we're all different. I mean, you know, you take two different individuals who come together in a marriage they have a child. Now you just introduced a third individual. And if you have more kids, I mean, that's a lot of folks, right? And so parenting should have um, your particular flavor, your particular style, your what works for you guys, right? And and you're going to get a lot of unsolicited advice. I talk a lot about that um, when I talk about postpartum care. Um, but I just at the top of the show want to say that if you're trying to mimic someone and their parenting like to the letter of the law about their parenting you're missing out um you want to be um 
authentic. You want to be real. You want to really know and learn and understand your children so that you can be good parents, you know, not perfect parents. And, and again, not mimicking. I don't know another way to say it. I mean, yeah, we want to take advice. Maybe we might emulate or, um, some things, put some things in place because we see that it's working for this family. Great. But being little parrots and, and regurgitating everything one particular couple does as a parent is really not going to serve you well as a parent. Okay. So that, that's the first thing I want to say. There's no one right way to parent. Um, I remember with, um, my kiddos, uh, we started this thing where, so I have six, most of you know that I have six kids. And so, you know, as we're adding kids on, we start to discover how different they all are, right? Very different. And one of our kiddos came along, we already had a couple and, uh, she was a busy girl. I mean, she was everywhere and climbing up on, you know, I don't know, the countertop to get this, that, and the other. She would, you know, cartwheel through the grocery store. I mean, just very active, right? And super loving, very easy in terms of, hey, we're not going to do that. Okay. And she'd stop. But what I found though, was that I could not think of all the different things that she might possibly do that wouldn't be okay for her to do. She, she was not only busy and into everything, she was extremely creative. And, you know, I couldn't come up with 500 rules. You can't do this. You can't do that. I mean, I just couldn't do it. So my husband and I actually incorporated the rule. We had one rule for her. One, this is the only rule you have to follow. And that is you have to ask before you do anything. And I mean, we made it before you do anything, because we needed to train her to come and get permission before she did this wild and crazy thing that she was about to do. Right. So I didn't say, Hey, you know, there's no such thing as jumping on the couch that you're not allowed to do that. I didn't have that rule for her. You just have to come ask. So she'd come and ask mom, can I jump on the couch? I'm like, yep because you asked me good job. And so she jumped on the couch that day. She'd come up to another time. Hey mom, can I jump on the couch? Nope. We're having guests that are coming over. I don't want to pick up pillows today. It's not a good day to jump on the couch. She'd be like, okay, great. Then can I go jump on the trampoline? Yes. Thank you for asking. Go, go jump on the trampoline. She had to ask to go outside because she would, you know, before we implemented that rule, we would find her outside or actually looking for her. Where did she go? We know she's out here somewhere. Where is she? Right. And so this really helped us quite a bit. I remember one time she came to me and she goes, Hey, can I, um, get in, go into the bathroom and climb up on the countertop and lay down on the countertop on my back, hang my head off of the countertop, brush my teeth, and then spit into a bucket. <laughs> my first inclination was, hell no, what, what kind of question is that? What, what, what? But I stopped and I thought about it and I was like, wait a second, she's not hurting anybody. And as long as she cleans it up, who cares? I was like, yep. As long as you clean it up. And I mean, I made that child the happiest child in the whole wide world. She was jumping up and down. She was hooting and hollering. She was so happy. And she did. She climbed up, hung upside down off of the countertop, brushed her teeth and spit into a bucket. I mean, anyway, this, I'm not telling you this is what you should do. 
uh, is make this your one rule. I'm saying that we as parents recognize we've got to do something different and we need to shift something here uh, so that it works well for this child and for the entire family. Um, we also, you know, as we have more kids, our older two are getting older and, you know, we, we watched, we, we were, we had a pretty good community of families. And so, you know, we're all parenting together in a lot of respects. And, and we witnessed a couple things that we just really liked that some people would do. And we saw a couple things we're like, mm, I don't know about that. And one of the things that we uh, put into practice that we actually had many conversations about my husband and I, and we had distinct reasons why we wanted to do this. And it really did go against the grain, honestly, y'all, um, of what everybody else was doing. And it was, we did not want our older kids to train our younger kids. We, we really wanted there to be a distinction um, that we're the parents, right? And our older two kids were parented by their parents. They learned from us. We trained them. And so we really felt like for babies, you know, four, five, and six, that we should be the parents. We should be the ones to train. And I mean, again, we ha we knew some families where their older kids, I mean, hey, what they, if your older sister said, don't do this, you better not do it. Like they had to obey everything their older siblings said to do. Even if the parents were home, I'm not talking about they're gone and it's a babysitting job and that's just the safest thing. Somebody's got to be in charge. No, the parents were home. The parents were around. Sometimes the parents were in the same room. And the older children are telling the little ones what to do. And I just thought, no, I don't want to shortchange my younger kids and really being parented by an adult, by a parent. These are, you know, 10-year-olds, 13-year-olds trying to parent younger ones. And I was just like, I don't think that's good. And also, I don't think it's good for the older ones. They shouldn't have to have the responsibility worrying about, caring about, what's right? What's wrong? How do I, how do I implement this? How do I discipline their kids? They shouldn't be parents. So that was a big one for us. And, and, you know, we have told other people since then that we did that. And it's like this light bulb went off. They're like, wow. Okay. I've never heard anybody really say that before. And, and you're right. I mean, yeah, they, parents should be the parents, right. And, and not training. And so I think I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to, in this episode, um, really kind of point out not, Hey, do it like we did, but give you some ideas and some thoughts and some suggestions in your parenting journey that you don't have to do it like everybody else. You really can learn your kids and your family and, and make decisions based on what is best for you guys. Right? So, Hey, I'm going to take a quick break and we will be right back. So, I just want to get real for a second um, about JME Photography. Julie did our family photos a little over a year ago. I'm telling you, it was a fantastic experience. I mean, she was juggling 12 of us as a lot of people. Um, and the photos, they came out amazing. I mean, every single one of them. They were just so good. So um, Julie is offering these Christmas mini sessions. And there's three different dates that you can choose from. So November 18th and 19th, that weekend is going to be for those elegant Christmas photos. You get all dressed up. Um, that's kind of the theme for that one. Um, on the 25th and the 26th, this is your Christmas cozy PJs for the fam. She'll have, you know, 
cookies there. And so this is a real, um, I don't know, that one seems really fun and enjoyable. And then she's also offering a third mini session, December 2nd and 3rd. And um, this one offers a, a backdrop of a tree farm. And so this is for you guys that are looking for a real casual experience and maybe something a little bit different. Um, so don't forget to mention my podcast, okay, when you call to sign up for these mini sessions uh, so that you can get her holiday discount and uh, check out her website, jmephotography. Dot, uh, I mean, Waco.com. Excuse me, I'm going to say that again. J for Julie, M for Mary, E for experience, J-M-E photography, Waco.com. Okay, so... Uh, I think what I want to add in terms of the parenting conversation is that it's messy, you know, and I think one of my flaws, one of my early mistakes as a parent is I really was, I, I didn't want to mess up as a parent. I, I really wanted to do it well. I wanted everything to go smoothly. And if there was something wrong, if there were hiccups, if there were, you know, our kids are getting into trouble or whatever, that means I'm not doing my job well. And that means I need to fix it and I need to do a better job. And so I didn't make a lot of room for mistakes and weaknesses at first for my kiddos. And that was a huge mistake. Listen, we learn from our mistakes and our struggles and our weaknesses. We all do, not just kids. Parents do too. And so when we give permission for our children to not be perfect, uh, to for, for parenting to be messy, for, hey, in this season of our life right now, we know that, you know, our kids are not good. This particular child is not good at picking up after themselves. But right now we're focusing on the fact that they're stealing stuff. <laughs> so we're focused on that and we will revisit the pick up after yourself thing. We're just going to remind them for now because I, we really felt like we didn't want to have 20 issues for each one of our kids to deal with. First of all, as a parent, that's exhausting. I mean, you're killing yourself if you're doing that. And not everything has to be addressed at the same time. Not everything has to be dealt with and completed and work perfectly. Uh, you know, choose your battles, guys. Like if there's a really, like I said, stealing, if there's a really high, strong thing that your parent, that your kids are dealing with, focus on that, hone in on that, really make that a priority, okay? And then let the small stuff just kind of slide and come back and, and revisit that, okay? Um, I, I would say that one thing that my husband and I, uh, we wish we did more of, and I'm really going to encourage you guys to, to listen to this. If, you, if you're going to be a consistent, strict disciplinarian, okay, like you, you want things uh, to go, a certain way you want order and structure. Um, you've got uh, high expectations for your kids in terms of obedience and their attitude and their behavior. Okay, that's fine if that's what you want to do. But you need to couple that with tons of praise. If you're going to be on them and you want to be consistent and you're not going to let something slide, then your kids also need to get from you when they do something well, when they remembered to pick up their room, when they said thank you, highlight that as well. And I think that was a mistake for sure that my husband and I, and we've talked about it uh, and have gone back with our older kids. Hey, we highlighted the things you were doing wrong and we were, you know, definitely on top of those things. But then we weren't really doing as good of a job of going, oh, babe, 
I saw you give that to your brother instead of demand, you know, that, you know, he, I don't know, do it a certain way. Right. I saw you give that, that I'm so proud of you, honey, that that's a hard choice. Good job. There wasn't as much of that. We did that a lot better with our, um, younger three, maybe our younger four. I don't know. So I'm just going to say, if you, if you choose to be that kind of parent, fine, but couple it with praise, couple it with highlighting the good things that they're doing as well. Um, and then, you know, if you are, and this may not seem like what I'm about to say is really about parenting, but it totally 100% is. I've talked before about self-care, especially for, for young mamas who, um, man, your days are filled with toddlers and you just don't have a lot of time to yourself. Um, I know I was guilty of feeling, um, like I was selfish if I wanted a break or wanted to get a, wanted to get away. Um, but it was really a detriment to my kids. Um, when you're operating in the red, meaning everything in your life is a withdrawal, like a bank account, you're constantly withdrawing, right? And you don't ever get these deposits into the bank, a deposit into your life, something that's for you, something that fills you, something that blesses you, um, then you're constantly operating in the red. And that means you're depleted. That means you don't have very much to give. And that doesn't go well with parenting and your kids are going to pick up on that. They're going to feel that. And it's just not, it's just not a good way to parent. And so for those of you that struggle with feeling like, no, it's selfish to get away or to get a break or to focus on me. I don't want to be selfish. I'm just going to say that if you can't allow yourself to take a break, to step away, to do something for yourself, then you're probably operating in the red and maybe ask some close friends or close family members, Hey, can you guys help me kind of see this? Um, I'm not, I don't know if I'm seeing it. Well, I feel like I'm in danger of being selfish. Do you think I'm a selfish parent? Hey, do you feel like I'm needing to, um, get some time away? Do you, do I, parent on empty, find out, ask some people. Um, I think that'll be really, really helpful, really beneficial. And, you know, gosh, there's so many more things y'all about parenting. I mean, I covered not even a smidge. I feel like there's so much, but as I said before on that episode, I really want to highlight the things that I am particularly passionate about when it comes to these really big issues in our lives. And so these are the ones that I would say stand out to me in terms of parenting, um, that I'm really passionate about. And, and I hope that it's been a blessing for you guys. And, and, and as always, I would love some feedback. So I appreciate y'all. Uh, so I'm going to finish up with one more reminder about JME photography and Julie's Christmas mini sessions. Don't forget you have three to choose from. Um, and you know, don't wait to claim your spot, um, to get those really fun, uh, pictures, you know, in time for your really great Christmas cards that you want to send out. Um, maybe these would be going to be Christmas gifts for some family members, or you just want to create those fun memories for y'all to enjoy. Um, again, head on over to Julie's website. That's J M E J Julie M Mary E experience J M E photography, Waco.com. Thank you for listening to My Doula Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My Doula Micah. We can also get connected 
at mydoolamica.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to The Humor in Birth, Stories and Insights from a Doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week, so please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.